What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Dual Sense Podcast. This is episode 36. We are officially back after getting sidetracked last week. My name is Jason. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm joined, as always, by my other co-host, Travis, who is still without his, his microphone, his normal mic. It's, uh, he's waiting on a cord. It's, it's stranded in Memphis. Yeah, it's been there since um, December. December, yeah, it feels like that. It's yeah, it's it's strange. It's walking in Memphis. I could think of a lot more things, a lot more places that I'd rather be than than stuck in Memphis. By the way, have you ever been there? I haven't. I've been there. We when we lived in Oxford, it was an hour away. We went to a show, a MythBusters tour there. Oh yeah, yeah. Not where you want to be at night. <laughs> they have a nice pyramid. I mean, Oh yeah, they, they, yeah. is it a casino or is no, that the, the FedEx form? <laughs> it's oh, the, the old FedEx Pro? Yeah, it's a Bass oh. Pro now. So when aliens come down, aliens. By the way, only aliens can build the pyramids in Egypt, but we can build a glass one in Memphis <laughs> for a Bass Pro shop. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you, you know what? That's a fair point. I never thought about that. <clears throat> That's fair. Anyway, so uh, what else is good? Anything? No, not much. Oh, oh, I had an endurance race today. I won. Mm. I won by eight minutes. We did, a did. 90, we did a 90 minute race. I won by eight minutes. I don't know what happened. He killed him. Wasn't even, yeah. wasn't even fucking close. There's no balance of power. We all have the same car uh, group, but there's no balance of power. And I guess my setup was just overpowering. Um, mm. and they, once I got in the lead, I got in the lead like lap two. I started fifth past everybody. And then once I jumped out in front, they started battling. And I just slowly drove away out into the distance. And then I found out later they were like saving fuel and had on like harder mm. tires than me. And I was just like, I went full beans. I went like the most grippy tires and fl- most powers. Like, fuck it. Like, it, I just wanted to see how far out ahead I could get and then I could nurse it back. But it sounded like shit. it worked out. Yeah. They just beat up on each other for an hour. And by the time they got their shit together, I was so far ahead. It didn't matter. Well, Unrelated to racing, I've got to tell you, I've got to get this off my chest before we get going here. And we have, we've got a lot to cover, but I'm a little annoyed for two reasons. First of all, I have something going on with the plumbing in my house. I actually already called a plumber today because every time we turn the, any, any sort of water on in the hall bath, sink, flush the toilet, shower, it, we get a water hammer and then the water just like spits out as like, pow, you know, it just, it just spits, it just spits uh-huh. out at us. So something's going on. There's air in the lines or whatever. So anyway, call a plumber today. Then fast forward about four hours, I get our latest water bill and it went up from $38 to $60. Hmm. And Sounds the usage is, the usage is obviously way up. So something's going on and that really pisses me off. That annoys me greatly. The second thing I'm annoyed about is I told you earlier this week that I bought another PlayStation Vita. I bought an OG Vita 
and uh you know the 1000 model with the oled screen found one on ebay that hopefully i didn't get scammed on but i ordered it and the dude shipped it like almost immediately and it was going to be here not the next day but the one after because it was coming from illinois that was what the tracking said anyway uh it's kind of like your cable being stranded in memphis mine is stuck in louisville and it's been there since the 23rd and it said it was supposed to be. De- it said it was supposed to be delivered yesterday. Nah, some guy, some guy saw that and took it home. So that's that's really irritating me as well. That it's just sitting there in the, uh, in Loserville. The original Vita is very nostalgic for me. It's like a PSP Nintendo sixty four level nostalgia for me. Did you ever? Did you ever own one? I think I owned one for a brief period. I thought you did. I see. I yeah. had one at launch. I had obviously the OG one at launch. Yeah, I didn't do that. And I should have just kept it. But like I told like I told John the other day, you know, times were tougher then. So whenever I wanted to get <laughs> <Yeah>. games <laughs> whenever I wanted to get games, I had to trade in the Vita, you know, for credit at GameStop to be able to That's get a couple I, games. So I don't have mine, I don't have my PS three, I don't have my PSP. I had to trade mm-hmm. all that in to get the PS four or whatever level we were on. Yeah. I actually I remember taking it to work whenever it came out and playing MLB the show and showing it to, to Lester and all that stuff when it came out. So just God, that's so freaking long ago. But anyway, uh, let's talk about what we've, what we've been playing. What have you, what have you been getting into? Anything normal? Yeah. Just yeah. normal races. Um, did, uh, what did we do the other day? Um, a crush in FIFA about to win the premier league. Um, and then the new edition this week, I don't know if you want to jump into it immediately or not is the outriders demo which we played last night yeah go ahead i found some of the exposition a little annoying um mm, and I, for some reason for some i don't and it sounds hypercritical i don't mean it to be but it was just like the guy was like yeah man on earth i could barely breathe the air because of all the smog and then two seconds later he was like what was the last day on earth right you're fucking there what do you mean <laughs> And like, I don't yeah. need 58 cutscenes to tell me the backstory. Mm. We could sum that up a lot quicker. But um, mm. once we started killing people, I had a good time with it. Uh, went with the pyromancer. Mm. I was um, debating on who I wanted to be. I didn't want to be the tank guy because having to get close quarter kills to my health is a bad thing for me and the way I play sure. any game. Uh, but the pyromancer, I like fire, so it seemed like it'd be fun. And it's a blast. I love throwing the fire at people. It's a, it's a hell of a time. And just to touch on a couple of things I told you about the other day, I felt like it took the Gears of War color palette. The cover system is a little janky at times. I have the same issue I have I had with Uncharted, where I don't always get into cover as quickly as I like or get out as smoothly as I like, and that could be mostly yeah. me. I mean, it, it does not necessarily knock on them. But it is fun uh, up to this point. I, we still have a couple side missions left. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I thought about today is that we can go back and change our class and we don't have to do the prologue over. Like we can That's just right. start from after that point. Like if we want to try the other ones. I thought about trying the uh, the Technomancer one that was mm-hmm. uh, like the one you throw shit or whatever, throw yeah, gadgets. Cool. Thought, yeah, I thought about checking that out. So I... I would agree the story is the story's oh the story I don't think my problem is with the story is as much as it is with the execution it's mm-hmm. just janky like this right. the cut, I told you I told you that I did not like the cutscenes they're, they're first of all they're janky as hell and 
just like the way like the mouths move and everything and then and then the camera is just like it's like um there's some it, there's some movie it's almost like a found footage thing like the camera just constantly fucking just like shaking it makes me want to throw up it's like the game is 60 frames per second and then the cutscenes are 30 it's outrageous 30. <laughs> yeah and then not to mention like you said there's one about every five minutes right there at the beginning uh however once once we got into the combat i really enjoyed it yeah. uh quite and a bit the uh yeah. the secret the big secret about the game i think is that it's hilarious it is. Like the writing is actually pretty funny. <laughs> I I don't I didn't expect that, but I don't really know why not because I think people people can fly the developer. I could be getting getting them confused, but I think that they had something to do with a game called Bulletstorm back in the day. And then of course Gears of War kind of has some little little bit of humor to it as well, you know. So it actually there are some funny moments that made me laugh out loud. I wasn't really expecting that. So right. So I, mean, I played I, I played way worse. Yeah. I I do enjoy it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would pay sixty dollars for it. Like yeah, that was my thing. To me, it's like a thirty dollar game, mm-hmm. probably. So, uh, but yeah. anyway, it might be free in eight months. <laughs> True. Yeah. What about anything else? Or is that it? No, that's it. So I played FIFA as well. You know, just continued through the career mode. I have finally gotten the lads from Bradford City, uh, from West Yorkshire to the championship. So that's that's imminent in the next season. Played some more Hitman 2. I'm just a couple of missions away from finishing Hitman 2. Played one earlier today where you have to kill like the original founder of the of Providence or whatever. And there's like these two like white black women who are like board members or something like right. that. It was it was a really fun mission. So I did that earlier and then I've got a couple left on that. And then I'll move on to three. Uh, still been mixing in some Rainbow Six Siege, and then I mixed in some Dirt 5 this week a little bit. And then I also had just like a hankering to play some Hunt Showdown. So I re-downloaded it uh, earlier this week and played a couple of games of it. And I played with uh, with random people. I didn't want to play by myself, so I just match made with randoms. And actually, one the guy I played with one guy, it was just me and him, and we got in a lobby with no other humans. And so, and he was actually pretty good. His name was the Jaeger Nader, uh, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And things. anyway, yeah. And so we ended up like, like he unmuted his mic or whatever. And I ended up doing it too. And which I'd never do that. So, uh, but it was fun and we killed everything, anything and everything. However, from talking with him, it sounds like he was playing on Xbox. I was playing obviously on PS five and, from talking with him, it sounds like it's a pretty common occurrence that you get stuck in games by yourself um, now. So it sounds like the player base is way down. So doesn't sound like anything sustainable for the long term. But um, and then we already talked about Outriders, so that's pretty much it. That's that's a lot, but it's a good week. So we've got a bunch of news to get into here. Um, a metric shit ton, Travis. The uh, the episode is is aptly named PlayStation Overload. And there's a number of news stories that deserve to be number one in a normal week, but here we are. So let's jump in. Number one, in an absolute bombshell on Thursday afternoon, website Video Games Chronicle broke the news that Sony Interactive Entertainment is ending original game development at Japan Studio, effectively shutting down the studio as we know it, according to multiple sources. 
The vast majority of development staff have been laid off in recent months after their annual contracts were not renewed for the next fiscal year, which begins April 1st. A Sobe team, the team behind the Astrobot games, will live on as a standalone studio within Greater Sony Japan, with some Japan studio staff members staying on and moving over to Asobi. This news would explain the flurry of recent high-profile departures from Japan Studio, which now includes Bloodborne producer Masaki Yama, Yamajiwa, Yamajiwa? I, know I always butcher these Japanese names, and Video Cinematics Director Ryo Sogabe, who both announced their resignations on Twitter earlier this week. V- VGC reports that there are several reasons for what is essentially the closure of Japan Studio, First and foremost is the fact that the studio has not been profitable enough in recent years, with the developers wanting to create games that primarily appeal to the Japanese market, while SIE wants worldwide hits that are not catered to one particular region. Sony later confirmed in a statement to IGN that, quote, Japan Studio will be re-centered to Team Asobi. In addition, the roles of external production, software localization, and IP management of Japan Studio titles will be concentrated within the global functions of PlayStation Studios, end quote. Japan Studio was founded in 1993 and is Sony's oldest first-party studio, Travis. They are known for iconic PlayStation IP such as Ape Escape, Patapon, Gravity Rush, Knack, and Loco Roco, as well as collaborations on Bloodborne, Demon Souls and the Last Guardian. So, there's a lot there, but uh, what are your thoughts here? It's a we big talked, one. Yeah, we talked a couple months ago, a couple episodes ago, that all these all these cats leaving must mean something's up. So, this is our mm-hmm. confirmation or justification of our of our thoughts. Um, not, I don't think anybody is greatly surprised. Uh, um, it's just a little, I guess, disappointing. I think all around is disappointing. I know it really is for uh Japanese people that live there. I mean, this is their home base. It's kind of sad to see the oldest uh first party studio die like this. Um I guess all things die at some point, as is our nature, mm-hmm. but it seems like there was a core there that wants to only make games for uh the Japanese culture or people into that culture. Uh why not let Asabi a stay there and do that? And the people that don't want to do that can move on. Uh, that's kind of how I look at it, but it it seems like these other guys are leaving to do their own thing, and as opposed to staying as one unit and all going to one place. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you if you look at it, like if you look at that list of IP that they have there, like there's no doubt that some of those are, you know, iconic. Like I said, there, like Ape Escape and you know uh, Gravity Rush is kind of a cult hit, and then Knack was obviously a PS4 launch game, but really. I mean, they, their self, have not developed totally internally any any hit game, really. Yeah. Um, you know, they've helped on big ones like Bloodborne, you know, Demon Souls. Those are huge games, but they didn't they didn't make those themselves. So, um, even though they're the oldest studio, I mean, it is sad that they're the oldest first party studio. I mean, they're in Japan. That's where Sony is headquartered. So that's unfortunate. And it's, I mean, it's really surprising, honestly, that. Sony would shut that studio down, but Sony has a history of shutting shutting studios down. Like uh, you know the the studio behind uh, Drive Club when they when they fucked up Drive Club so bad that it was wasn't worth a shit. They closed them down, and you know they're they're not the first ones. And Japan Studio certainly probably won't be the last one. But 
Uh, Ape Escape might be their biggest original game. And I mean, there was a, there were several Ape Escapes. I don't know that they made all of them themselves, but I think Ape Escape on PS2 was made or was it PS? It probably would have been PS2, right? No, I guess there was a PS1 Ape Escape. I don't remember. Probably PS2, think, but Ape Escape was, was the first. Ape Escape was the first game that used the analog sticks on the oh. uh, on the DualShock Two. Do you remember that? Did you ever That's play cool. that? I think it. I think it was like on a demo disc. I remember playing that, and I was like, "What do you do with these that sticks?" Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's wild. That's so uh, natural. <laughs> yeah, I know. So anyway, Japan Studio is essentially no more, and Team Asobi is going to kind of do their own thing with Astrobot, which is, I mean, that makes total sense. Astrobot, uh, you know, is a hit, especially after Playroom with on the PS5. So, right. Number two, the top Sony pony himself, SIE CEO Jim Ryan, unloaded a barrage of news this week in a single interview with GQ Magazine UK, of all places. For starters, Ryan blamed PlayStation 5 shortages on both the pandemic and semiconductor shortages, which is affecting several industries around the globe. He also revealed that about 25% of the people who have purchased a PlayStation 5 did not own a PS4 beforehand. In terms of 2021 game release dates, Ryan said that SIE feels good about Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Horizon Forbidden West this year, while also taking an apparent jab at Cyberpunk 2077, which is still not for sale on the PlayStation Store two months later, stating, quote, and you know, there are two approaches to this. You can either hold the date and put out the game irrespective of quality, or you can ship it when it's right. There have been some fairly high-profile instances of publishers trying the former approach, end quote. When pressed by GQ on the lack of Gran Turismo 7 from the list, which had been dated for 2021, a public relations rep intervened. Following the interview, PlayStation confirmed to GQ that Gran Turismo 7 has been delayed to 2022 due to, quote, COVID-related production challenges, end quote. The interview then moved to questions regarding the next iteration of VR, where Ryan revealed that dev kits for a new system were about to go out, among other details which we will dive into here shortly, Travis. Next up was PlayStation games coming to PC, which led Ryan to announce that more games will be coming to PC in the near future, starting with Days Gone sometime this spring. And finally... Jimmy shared that PS Plus subscribers will get more newly, newly released games like Destruction All-Stars and Snacks as freebies in the future. So, a lot, to, a lot that Jim covered there. He just kind of had diary of the mouth and uh, to, to GQ UK, which is very odd. But what do, you, what do you make of any of this? I imagine him spewing all this information out like Ace Ventura. He just, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. lost his mind. Um, yeah to jump at the beginning it's nice that we at least have those three games and we talked before about how we felt like um ratchet and clank would definitely be this year um that um what else did he say i'm blanking oh yeah horizon would be this year also i mean new Returnal would be Mm -hmm. so um we've talked about those being solid and we've talked about how we weren't sure about ragnarok or or gran turismo so you notice ragnarok not mentioned and yeah, Gran it's Turismo odd. Got, yeah, Gran Turismo got pushed back. Big, big shock there, guys. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you called that one. You guys are you, you Gran Turismo guys are so cynical. Well, the way they make the game 
the way they like to record sounds and stuff like that and, and mm-hmm. model the cars, they like super detailed with the way they model the cars. It makes sense that COVID would hold them back. They just don't have that access they need would be my guess. True. Um, True. And then we'd rather it be good than, you know, be like cyberpunk, like, like, you know, like Jimmy just told us about there, which is hilarious. Yeah. That he called them out. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm, 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 hesitantly that's not the word i want to use but i'm cautiously optimistic about this new vr i think it could be really really cool especially if it's integrated to where uh, we could use our hands and without the controller maybe uh, i've read mm. some rumors about that i think that would be really interesting um an unrelated i read an article about Neuralink that if that comes into existence that video games would be directly imprinted into your brain and if that's the case we wouldn't have consoles anymore which blew my mind that's fucking um, dope that's yeah, we'll worry about that later. But, and I think the coolest news out of all the stuff he said is that we'll have some pretty cool freebie games in the future. Um, all Stars is fun. It's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good time killer. So it's just fun to, you know, break into shit, and basically play Twisted Metal and Destruction Derby at the same time. Um, right. And but people like bug snacks, so it's it's a cool way. You know, you get it for free for a month, month and a half. I think that's a cool thing to do. Um, hopefully, we get some really cool stuff. Yeah, I, so a couple of things here about what all Jim had to say. Um, I think that the fact that they've been so quiet about God of War and they haven't really said anything since that trailer last year that said 2021, and then you you couple that with the fact that Corey Barlog, who was the director on the first one, put a, he tweeted yesterday, I think, he said, it'll be out when it's done. And <laughs> which is I'm nice. Bad. It makes me feel as a consumer. Yeah. I like that at least. Like they're not gonna right. fuck it up. <clears throat> right. But that makes me think that I mean he I mean he's tempering, you know, expectations. I get it. He gets probably asked a question a thousand times a day on Twitter, but I don't think there's I, I originally thought that it was going to make it this year, and maybe that was originally the plan, or maybe they just said twenty twenty one to sell PS fives, but <laughs> I, at, at the time, I think I was drinking the Kool-Aid a little too much of thinking like, well, they they have no reason to say 2021. So, you know, they've got all this other stuff coming out. So if they say 2021, it's going to happen. But I don't think that's true. I think it's it's been delayed because it, like we talked about a few weeks ago, if Returnal got delayed first, then then you can pretty much assume that that delayed Ratchet and Clank by at least a little bit to June. And then Gran Turismo obviously is delayed the next year, which may have happened anyway. And then... Now, today, like literally a couple of hours ago before we started recording, there's a rumor that possibly Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed to 2022, which I really don't see that happening. I just don't think they can go, they can't go the, the fall without a big game from the first party. They just, they just can't. And I don't remember the last time that they have. So you can't rely on Call of Duty, you know, just having do the do the shit they always do with them like like that's that's cool but you've got to have something in the chamber so uh, i just don't see horizon getting delayed even if it doesn't come out until december maybe i don't see that happening uh i think it's going to make it and then i do agree with you i think it's cool that we're going to get some you know some freebies like uh that odd world game that's coming in april for free so that's cool yeah Number three, Sony officially unveiled the first details of their next-generation VR system that will make its way to the PlayStation 5. In a new PlayStation blog post, SIE's Senior Vice President for Platform Planning and Management, Hideaki Nishino, spilled the beans on what we can expect. 
For starters, the system will feature dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity with greater immersion. The increased performance will improve everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. And probably the most welcome news to PlayStation VR users, this new iteration of PSVR will connect to the PlayStation 5 with a single cord. It will also incorporate some of the key features from the DualSense controller, presumably the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. And unfortunately, it will be a while longer before players can experience the next generation of PSVR, as Nishino shared that it will not be launching in 2021, although they did promise there will be a lot more info as we get later in the year. So what do you think about a new uh, a new VR? Does it interest you at all? I just want to say for the record that all these Japanese names sound like battleships to me. <laughs> You're I mean, right. Just, the Hideaki. The Hideaki. Like, okay, cool. That one probably is nukes. Um, <laughs> I think the VR is cool. One of the things I yeah. never, like I said, I don't like to buy first generation things typically. And you know, I bought the first PlayStation 5. That's different, guys. But the, the VR, I think it'll be really cool, actually. And I can sympathize about the cord issue because my racing stuff has a million fucking cords and it's irritating. Like you can't, mm, there's no yeah. way to, to put them together in a way that's neat and looks pretty without yeah. sacrificing the length I need to get to the power cable or the PS5. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So that would be cool. Thank God. But I want to, like I said, I really want to race with this. So my my hope is that it exists in a way where the frame rate doesn't make me want to vomit, that it at least gives me field of view. Um, and it, the way you, some VR I've seen that you race in, once you get it to work, like you can get the Oculus to work with some PC stuff, and it's super weird. Like you're you're back too far in the car, or you're it's just the perception is off. Oh so, yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure they'll address all that stuff, and you know you know it will at least work with gt7 yeah yeah you know what they may that's a good point they may have delayed gt to be like a because like does a sport does sport have a vr does gt sport have a vr mode uh yeah okay yeah. so i wonder like so if they're gonna do this you've got to have launch games for it and we talked about last week or the one before maybe about there's a rumor that a horizon vr game is being made and I mean, racing, the genre really is perfect for VR um, in a way, like it's, it's a great genre for it. And I right. want, I think, and I feel like that at some point along the way here, they've talked about having a VR mode for GT7. So right. anyway, I say that to say, I wonder if they've delayed that maybe to be a possible launch game. Uh, you know, obviously it'll come to the five, but maybe it'll launch alongside PSVR two or whatever as well. I mean, you know, that's imagine case, we won't get it next year either. Well, <laughs> possibly, possibly. I, mean, I don't know. They're I, clearly in the beginner stage of this. Uh, I don't know. I think I kind of think this might be holiday twenty twenty two, like for the VR. Which I mean, that could be GT. Could be could wait until then. I could definitely see miserable. that. But the, but like PSVR, they're they're gonna launch it around holiday. I mean, I, I think they're gonna treat it like a console launch whenever they do it. So I could see that holiday oh, yeah. of twenty twenty two. But imagine having PSVR with your launch games are you know what? Uh, Jesus Christ, Gran Turismo Seven, some Horizon game, and then another Astrobot VR game because they have a Astrobot VR game already. Like that's your three launch games. That's yeah. those are those are fucking system sellers. So yeah, you know you know Hitman will work on it too. Oh yeah, Fuck, yeah. I forget about that. 
So I don't know. I've never played VR, any kind of VR, but I if it if it is as good as they make it sound to be, I may try it. Especially if they start if they can figure out a way for VR games to look like less VR e if that makes sense like <laughs> yeah, when you when you see the when you see the footage of it everything looks kind of like blocky like it doesn't look very good like in right. it like so that's obviously like a drawback like if they can make it look like the last of us 2 when i have the headset on then that will that will get me in to try it right. so we'll see what it can do Number four, PlayStation treated us to a new and proper state of play stream this week, Travis, featuring updates and deep dives on mostly games that we have seen before. The stream led off with a look at Crash Bandicoot 4 running on the PlayStation 5 and a breakdown of how it will utilize the system's features. We also got a look at PlayStation 5 gameplay for the upcoming Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, uh, as well as a new competitive multiplayer dodgeball game from developer Velen Studio called Knockout City. PlayStation 5 gameplay trailers for Solar Ash and Deathloop were shown as well, with Deathloop looking dope as hell. Housemark shared a new story and gameplay trailer for Returnal, which is also looking dope. And then Lauren Lanning from Oddworld gave us a narrated walkthrough of Oddworld Soulstorm, which will be coming for free to PlayStation 5 via PlayStation Plus on April 6th, as I mentioned a little bit ago. And we also saw a new gameplay trailer for the hotly anticipated Kena Bridge of Spirits, which was announced for release on August 24th. One new game was announced also, Travis, during the stream. Sifu, I think that's how you pronounce it, from Absolver, uh, excuse me, from Absolver developer Slowclap. It is a single-player kung fu game coming to the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 later this year. And then finally, the show closed out with Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade which is an upgraded PlayStation 5 version of the game that also includes a bonus episode along with a number of graphical upgrades, which will launch on PS5 on June 10th. All right, so quite a bit that they showed off there. Anything jump out at you or not really? Um, I just want to say Final Fantasy VII, still don't care, um, <laughs> whatever. Um, so I watched the uh, Returnal footage and... Uh, hmm. I can't I can't justify paying full price for a game that's going to scare me every two minutes. I can't handle those little Whew. fucking octopusy things that were killing her. I was getting goosebumps <laughs> watching. I can't do that. And I don't want to. They all had octopus arms. Why can't they just be like aliens with big heads? I don't need that. Uh, I don't need worms and tremors dude. and bullshit like that. It's way too much. <laughs> oh, man, dude, I'm it's telling awful. you. Uh, anyway yeah love the concept can't handle the monsters um okay fair enough De- death loop oh it looks cool but i thought it looked different than some of the other trailers we've seen it, it didn't have the same vibe to me as before like before it had this kind of like yeah goofy james bondy feel from the old like sean connery mm-hmm. uh, james bonds back in the day it kind of just felt kind of loose and it yeah. felt um a little more technical and less fun. I think they were trying to show you some of the technical aspects that we haven't seen as much of before. And it kind of lost some of the flavor I liked about it. And then as the trailer went on, it seemed to get back into that groove with the art style and the music and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, maybe, maybe that was just a a marketing editing choice, Uh, but the game still looks fun. I'm still going to buy it. And um, the game that I thought looked the coolest was Sifu. Yeah, that, that looked dope. It looked really, really cool. 
Um, I'm not sure what happened when he was on the ground and grew a beard and then got up and fought again. Like, I, were they, I don't know if they were showing oh. me, like, I could change my character or I was cryogenically frozen. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, mm. But it looked, it looked awesome. Yeah, so I read a little bit about Sifu after the fact. I think they put out maybe a, a PlayStation blog post about it or something. And when you die in the game, you age one year. So the more you die, the older you get, but also the weaker your character gets. So you start the game in your most like most powerful state, young, powerful, whatever. But if you die, you age a year and you lose some of your power or whatever skill. Perfect. So that's why you saw the old dude. So if you are trash at the game and you die a bunch, you're going to end up as an old guy and you may have a harder time getting through it is my, is the way I read it. So, but so it's still, it sounds the game. It only gets harder. <laughs> <laughs> right, which the, this, yeah, that's it's interesting take. So some people may never finish it, but that looked dope. I, the the combat looked really awesome, and then there was one point in the trailer where the, where old boy slammed a guy's head into a bowl of noodles on the counter or whatever. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So I, I've got that on my list for sure. Uh, and then Returnal, you disappoint me greatly. That's I'm telling you, I'm going to stand by what I said several weeks ago. I think that that will be a 90 plus game on Metacritic. I feel it in my plums. I think it's going to be a 90 plus on Metacritic. And you know what? If I'm wrong, I don't give a fuck. So, but if I'm right, I look like a genius, but I'm just telling you. I, it's the same reason I don't play Resident Evil. I don't want to be terrified. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's not the same. Like you're, I don't what know. Hap- what happens is I'm trying to get away from the octopus. And normally like when we play a game, <laughs> Like last night, I was trying to get away from all those clowns that were shooting at us that were whatever oh, they were. And yeah. whatever, it doesn't bother me. Or like on the division, I'm running around and it's, it's fucking chaos, but I can like keep my bearings. What happens mm-hmm. is the octopus man demon thing chases me and mm-hmm. I get freaked out and like to the point where like my hair standing up on the back of my head and like I can't process <laughs> information. So like uh, when I need to, all I gotta do is take cover and throw a grenade. That's all I have to do. But my brain is just like, get the fuck out of here. So I'm just running in circles and I'm just getting stuck on walls that are, I can't get through doorways. That's what happened. I just panic. I can't handle it. Imagine like what that. type of, <laughs> imagine what type of dreams you would have if you played Returnal. They're like, bad enough the way they are anyway. Oh man, that would be awesome. I, uh, I can't even imagine Death Loop, and then the last thing, Death Loop. I think that I do agree with you. I thought that something was off a little bit about the trailer. Like it definitely wasn't as good as the other ones that we've seen so far. However, today they IGN's doing some type of like game fest or something like that. I don't know. Fan fest. And they gave them a, an exclusive trailer for the game that I think was different from the one that we saw from Sony's thing. And they had like the game director, like kind of like he was in it and he was explaining things. It was actually pretty funny. And it was like that always sunny in Philadelphia thing where like the guys got all the string lines everywhere and (laughs) shit. He was basically doing that bit. And uh, it looked way better than whatever we saw at the Sony state of play. And so Mm -hmm. uh, it looks good. That that game's going to be good. It looks really good. I I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Um, Solar ass. (laughs) Solar ass. It does look like some solar ass to me. I'm sure people probably think that game is going to be awesome, but that's cool. definitely not for me. Well, they can play Kana Bridges Spirits together. Dude, all right. Kana, look, Kana looks actually kind of good. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm not going to pay $40 for it. I'll pay 20 maybe. But If I want to play a fucking Disney story, I'll play United Kingdom Hearts or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs>
Number five, the long-rumored return of Twisted Metal is upon us, just not in the way you may be expecting. Variety reported this week that Sony Pictures TV will be developing a television series in collaboration with PlayStation Productions based on the iconic PlayStation franchise. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the writers behind Deadpool and Zombieland, respectively, have signed on to, to executive produce in the action comedy. Michael Jonathan Smith, who most recently wrote and produced Netflix's Cobra Kai, will write and also executive produce the series. Variety reported, quote, The show is about a motor-mouthed outsider who is offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of a trigger-happy car thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck whom fans of the game will know as Sweet Tooth, end quote. All right, so what do you think about it being a TV series? It sounds a lot like Death Race, like with Jason Statham. Mm. Yeah. why do why are why are there men that go by three names? Michael Jonathan Smith. It's the same as women with a hyphen in their last name. Like you're right. not that important. <laughs> Michael fine. Smith is Michael Michael Smith is maybe is, Michael Smith is very generic, but so he wanted to add the Jonathan. But Look, you can't get Jonathan more plain. Than, right. I was about to say you can't get more plain than Michael Jonathan Smith. I mean, right. if it was John if it was John Jacob Smith or something like that, maybe. Like that's the only way you get more plain. But anyway, I hear you. Jingleheimer Smith. John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. Yeah. Um Rhett Rhett appears even <laughs> after Rhett Atkins. So that's nice. Yeah. Um Yeah. Rhett Reese. That being said, those three guys have made shows that are that are or movies both that are good and acclaimed. So it has it has the potential to be really good. I, you know, it'll be interesting. Um, I, I'm not, I need to see, I need to see like a, a trailer or I need to see some pictures yeah. or something. I'm having a hard time putting yeah. it all together in my head, just based off of the right. characters I remember and how that all dovetails together. It's, I guess it's kind of like the Marvel universe. So you kind of pick and pull what you want. So right. from, from that perspective, I think it could be pretty cool. Right. It's uh, I don't know. I I'm mixed about it. I, I guess it could be good. Uh, this sounds like it's probably going to be a Netflix show. They haven't said that, but they've got the dude from Cobra Kai, which is on Netflix now. And I don't know. I mean, I can't, I don't know who else would pick this up. The The other thing is like, do, are people going to see like a twisted metal TV show and be genuinely interested in it that didn't play PlayStation one or PlayStation two? Like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, it's a weird show to pick for a TV series. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know how about that. It's. I, I mean, if more. it's a, if it's a video game, that's one thing. You know, it's like Destruction All Stars. Now imagine if Destruction All Stars was a TV show. Yeah, I just I don't like, have a hard time envisioning it. I'm like you. I need to see a trailer or something. I would be more interested in a in a show that shows me how they build the cars replicated from the video. <laughs> right. That would be way more <laughs> right. interesting to me. Right. We'll see. We'll see about that one. That's out of the ones that we know about, you know, The Last of Us and then the Uncharted movie. Like this one's definitely number three for me in terms of interest and confidence. 100%. Number six, following the class action lawsuit filed against Sony last week regarding joystick drift in the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller, a YouTube tech channel run by the iFixit crew published a teardown video detailing the issue of joystick drift. According to the video, the malfunction revolves around the joystick's potentiometer. Aren't you proud of me? Which manufacturer Alps says has an average lifespan of 2 million cycles. 
which sounds like a lot. However, for reference, the iFixit crew estimates that this equates to around 400 hours of playing Call of Duty Warzone. They also label the problem as both, quote, predictable and preventable, end quote, which surely does not bode well, Travis, for Sony's defense in their upcoming class action lawsuit. So what do you think? You, you can get 400 hours of Warzone out of a controller in theory. That seems like a lot. Um, well, I mean, it is Warzone, so you just kind of sit there with your thumb up your ass, so I don't really know if that is a lot. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Have you, That's true. Have you gotten I don't know. close to 400 hours on your five yet? I feel like we're close to 400 hours, uh, or am I crazy? Yeah, got it, got to be. So, yeah, I would say so. Look, yeah. listen, does your joystick drift? No, but as you know, I have I have lost a you lost your an triggers. adaptive trigger already. Yeah, right. I lost a trigger. So, right. Yeah, I, I will know. say though, I will say I don't have I have had drift. Now that I say that, I there when I was playing Red Dead, there's been times where you know the camera will just pan up you know, for no reason. Like I'm just standing there like looking at like Twitter or whatever for a second. And then I'll just see the camera just like raise up and I'm like, what, what is this shit? And then, so that has happened to me on the five. So, but it's not like it doesn't happen every time I play. Like if I let off of it, my guy doesn't keep running in that direction. It's just, inter, you know, it's been uh-huh. intermittent, but so I don't, I don't know. Uh, they, but it sounds called? like, go ahead. Why, why are they called? I fix it. and They don't fix it. That's just an honest question. I'm not, I don't understand. Right. It sounds like I break it down. Yeah. It sounds like you took it apart and it didn't fix it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Who, who, you break, I fix. Two million cycles is a lot. Preventable and predictable. Sony's going to say, how did you figure that out? Right. Well, so I, I watched the, these guys, the whole video is like eight minutes. I watched the whole thing and apparently, literally, PlayStation controllers, Xbox controllers, like every video game controller uses the same potentiometer like from this company they're all the same it's the exact same they're just different locations basically obviously within this within the controller so if if nintendo didn't get a didn't get a class action lawsuit and xbox hasn't got one i just don't know how people are going to take down sony for it but that's probably their defense their defense if they're using the same potentiometer then sue that company not sony like it sounds like it's an exclusive part that is very difficult to make be my assumption i don't know yeah can we worry about something important right like to me it's just like buy a new controller like i I can't sue goodyear when my tires last sixty thousand miles or whatever like (laughs) yeah you know it is what it is that's a a good point. point oh yeah if you took every turn at 45 miles an hour, you're probably going to, you're probably going to warp your tires. I mean, I don't know. If you play 400 hours of Warzone, which sounds awful, you're probably going <laughs> to break your potentiometer. Number seven, a longtime employee of PlayStation first party studio Insomniac Games has ditched Xbox to return to his former team. Travis as Drew Murray has rejoined the studio as principal designer, according to website PlayStation Universe. Murray, who spent the last two years developing the Perfect Dark reboot at Xbox's first-party studio called The Initiative, was previously at Insomniac from 2005 to 2015, where he worked on both Resistance 2 and 3, as well as Sunset Overdrive for the Xbox and Ratchet and Clank, future Tools of Destruction. Any thoughts on Drewski coming back? I don't remember, right? I don't remember uh, Resistance 2 and 3. I don't remember Resistance 1. I assume you did some resisting. Against some people, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I read that as I read that as he returned as Drew Murray. Like he used to, that's his name now. <laughs> he was somebody else before. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, he he used to be his name used to be uh, Aloysius Anagonye. Yeah, there he was. Drew Murray. He was, <laughs> he was Daphne Murray, Murray, and now he's a man. <laughs> that happens too. Uh, so couple things first of all i only played a little bit of resistance one i never finished it uh, i don't think i played two or three and those are games that i would love to go back and actually play and i know those are games that a lot of fans want to see like one of you know a remastered collection or whatever for those on on the five maybe which would be dope um, i would love to play those because they're pretty well regarded and I don't know. I don't think I played them because, you know, I was more into like Call of Duty and Battlefield then. And, you know, I only had so much bandwidth for shooters at the time. Uh, and then Sunset Overdrive is like very well regarded, but obviously it never came to PlayStation. So I think yeah. it'd be cool if that came now that Sony owned. Uh, well, I don't know if Sony owns the IP or not because they bought the studio. Microsoft may still own it, so they may have to work something out there. But that'd be cool. Uh, if it made the, came to PlayStation, but I think that them bringing Drew Murray back might possibly mean that he's working on one of these old uh, IP mm-hmm. because they already have Spider Man. Right. It's you know it's rolling. They have Ratchet and Clank. It's rolling. They have directors for both of those. So, but it's hard to imagine. It's at the same time we've talked about this. I can't imagine that those guys are making three games at one time. Right. So it's a remaster though. What, is it really, I guess it is making, but it isn't. True. That's true. Yeah. So I, it's hard to, I don't know what Drew's going to be working on, but I, I'll tweet I mean, at him I later. That, there you go. But I don't think they need it. Like they don't need him. Like they don't have a gap anywhere <laughs> right now is what I'm trying to say. Like I'm, they're glad to have him. I'm glad he's back, but like they don't need him. Yep. They don't have a gap right now. Anymore. There's no hole to fill. So I don't know. Maybe he's going to do resistance. Maybe sunset overdrive. I guess we'll see. But he ditched Xbox. He like that's a big game that he that's that's maybe one of their biggest first party exclusives that they've got you know in the pipeline. And he ditched them. So fuck you, Xbox. <laughs> Number eight, Anthem developer Bioware announced on Wednesday that their reboot of the multiplayer live service game called Anthem Next has officially been canceled. The staff working on Anthem Next will now transition to the teams working on the new Mass Effect and Dragon Age titles, as well as updating Star Wars The Old Republic. Although no new development will be taking place on Anthem, the game's live service will continue running for the foreseeable future. Any thoughts? It's a foreseeable ending to a dumpster fire (laughs) that's been going on for a year. Uh, I think when we all saw the news that they were going to review this last week, we're like, okay, they're going to can it. It's there's, the amount that they would have had to have improved in the last 12 months was uh, exponential. They're, they're, I, if I was yeah. them, I would have felt like I was work, you know, beating a dead horse for 12 months. Yeah. But adding more people to Mass Effect and Dragon Age, you hope that helps there. Um, I think those two games have a lot of potential um, to be yeah. to be your, whatever you're going to call them, your 90 level scores or mid 80s at least. Um, we'll see, but, you know. They needed, I feel like they should have moved on 12 months ago, but hey, I get it. I get it. You put a lot of money in it. They've, they've wasted a lot of time on this, uh, quite frankly. And I mean, for nothing, I mean, the only cool thing really about that game was the flying mechanics. Like they nailed that. Like that was the only cool thing about it for me. So everything else was pretty unremarkable. So, and nothing that we hadn't seen before. So it's no, no surprise that it's dead. 
and that they are moving on, which is good because I think that, you know, obviously Mass Effect and Dragon Age is where that's their roots. That's where their bread is buttered. And, um, you know, those will be big games for them. Number nine, PlayStation announced the March freebies for PlayStation Plus subscribers this week. Final Fantasy VII Remake on PlayStation 4 headlines the list, Travis. I know you're looking forward to that. Although it should be noted that <laughs> although it should be noted that claiming this version of the game will not entitle players to the free upgrade on PlayStation 5 later this year that we discussed earlier. Also, free in March are third-person survival action shooter Remnant from the Ashes, as well as sci-fi VR shooter Farpoint on the PlayStation VR, and first-person recursive puzzle game Maquette which is the month's free PlayStation 5 game. Destruction All-Stars will also remain free to PlayStation Plus subscribers through March as well. What do you think of the lineup here? Um, not exciting for me, but I can see why it's exciting for a lot of people. Um, I like to give Final Fantasy a mm-hmm. lot of shit, and um, I, I know it's a beloved game, yeah. and that's cool. And Putting it on PlayStation Plus for free is an easy way for people like me who just refuse to play it. It gives us no excuse to try it. Um, and that's good for the IP, I think. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yeah. what was the game you sent me earlier? Remnant? Is that what you sent me earlier? Yeah, it was the Remnant game, yeah. So yeah, I'm, we'll give that a go. I think it looks interesting. Um, it's free, so yeah. why not? I watched a little bit of the maquette. It's not my thing. I don't know what I expected, but it just looks kind of clunky and weird. Yeah, I had yeah. to watch it too. I was curious. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? But yeah, I think that... I didn't, know, I didn't know where I... Yeah. I didn't know what recursive meant until I watched the video. Uh, so you write recursive like, backward. Right. Yeah. So they've got like, you know, I mean, if you watched it, it's like you have the little like diorama and you manipulate it and it changes the kind of bigger world. Um, anyway, that that is kind of neat, but I don't think I'll ever play it. So right. I'll claim it though. I'll, I always claim them. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that, you know, it's a, it is a big month. Like overwhelming majority of people are very positive about it online and because mainly because of final fantasy seven remake alone, you know, it's a big one, but it's not for me. Uh, no interest in that, but I get it. And then, uh, I do want to try that remnant game though, because I didn't know what that was. And I was like, I looked it up and yeah, I looked it up and it actually looks kind of cool. So I thought we would give that a shot since it's free. And then, you know, I don't have VR, so whatever fart noise there. Uh, and then, like I said, Maquette, I don't know if I'll ever play that, but I'd have to really be in the mood for that to play that. And I think that's a game that would put me to sleep if I'm being real. All right. Now, number 10, Travis, we have a ton of news nuggets here. And feel free to jump in as always. First nugget. PlayStation is bringing back their Play at Home initiative, which last year gave all PlayStation owners Journey and Uncharted the Nathan Drake collection free of charge. This time around, we're getting 2016's Ratchet & Clank remake, available for free starting March the 1st, and it will be replaced by another deal on March 25th. Pretty cool. Yeah, I like this. I like that I can play this. You know, I feel like I should play that Ratchet & Clank before the new one. It gives me... um... No excuse. It's like I like the Final Fantasy thing. It gives people like me mm-hmm. no excuse to try these games that are renowned. It's also um, for PlayStation 5 PS Plus members. It's on the PlayStation Plus collection if you have a PlayStation 5. So you can go ahead and play it now. You don't have to wait until Monday. You can do it now. 
Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported that following the success of Jedi Fallen Order and the failure of Anthem, that publisher Electronic Arts has given Dragon Age developer BioWare the green light to transition from a live service game to a strictly single-player RPG. Thank Christ. <laughs> yeah, for real. Glad they, glad, they, glad they learned their lesson on that one. They obviously cannot handle that shit. <laughs> Bloomberg also reported this week that Sony plans to unlock the PlayStation 5's storage expansion capability this summer, as well as issuing a firmware update that allows users to control the cooling fan speeds. Cool. It's interesting. Dude, sounds telling. like a sounds like a disaster. Yeah, I was say, I was, September 1st, we're going to get somebody left the fan on full speed and caught on fire. Like, uh, 100%. God almighty. <laughs> what does that mean? Why do they think that's a good idea? I don't. I have so many questions. I want it to be regulated. I don't have to think about it. I don't want to be in the middle of a boss yeah. fight. I'm like, man, I think it's a little hot. I should turn this thing up. Like, just do it for me. I'm, I'm stupid. I mean, yeah. What's the fucking point of that? Like, I don't understand. Like, that shouldn't even be an option. Just let it, tell it to run however fast or slow it needs and not make my shit catch on fire. That's it. Like, I don't need to have any say in that. Like, I don't know. I used I to run that a, one. I used to run like a little bitty desk fan behind my PS4 and blow it into the console. And we lived in Oxford oh. because it would get so fucking hot down there in the summer, and like <laughs> yeah. that was the only way I could keep it from overheating in the in the uh, on the entertainment center. Even though it was open in the back, it still get it was like through. I guess the heat sink wasn't good enough because it was you know 195 degrees outside. <laughs> it is uh, it's, it's, it's balls hot out there and balls sticking to your leg type of weather. It is. Are you uh, are you gonna are you gonna expand your storage? When you can, oh, I'll probably will have to at some point, especially if Call of Duty 700 yeah. gigabytes. Somebody said, like, you know, it's not going to fit on. Are we, is that on here? Well, yeah, uh, it is. All right, never mind. Yeah, don't steal our thunder. Don't steal it. Uh, I'm also going to expand. I think I'm just going to, whenever it's, uh, you know, able to do it, I'm just going to bite the bullet. And I'm just going to get a one terabyte expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to do it I'm, and just be fucking done with it. Yeah. And have you know 1.6 terabytes or whatever, and just be done. And then I can just have everything that I want, no question. Next nugget here: Destruction All Stars developer Lucid Games revealed that the game will cost 19.99 once its free period on PlayStation Plus concludes at the end of March, which is much more reasonable than the 69.99 that they were going to charge. Uh, definitely would not pay seventy dollars for that game. Twenty dollars is that's totally right. fair. So. Website Push Square reported that the online update for Watch Dogs Legion will finally hit the game on March the 9th. Players will be able to free roam with up to three friends and complete various activities, as well as co-op missions. That a free trial week will come to Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War alongside the new Season 2 content update from February 25th through March 4th, so right now. That Final Fantasy 16 will be an action-oriented experience, according to producer Naoki Yoshida, but will also feature a mode focused on story. What? what I don't. What is the other ones about? What do you mean? What do you mean action-oriented? Like, was I just hitting X and oh. watching a movie? I think. Yeah. Well, I think it's more of like, uh, it's not turn-based. It's not so much turn-based combat. You know, it's like. Um, it's like hack and slashy. I'm trying oh, to yeah, think yeah, of something yeah, to compare it to. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah, it's just like straight. Like I'm just chopping shit up. I'm shooting shit, whatever. That's one so. of the reasons I don't, I don't like turn-based fighting. It's just the same reason I never right. got into Pokemon. I was just like, like if your stats are better than them and you're taking turns, like then I should just kill it. I should have to go through five turns while their HP yeah. goes down. It's like I don't get it. Yeah, I get that. 
Pushsquare also reported that publisher Activision Blizzard confirmed that a remaster of Diablo 2 called Diablo 2 Resurrected is coming to both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 later this year. That trophy lists for PS5 versions of both Hunting Simulator 2 and Mortal Shell have appeared online, meaning that releases are imminent. And in fact, I believe Mortal Shell is launching next week on the 4th, I think. Pushsquare reported that Cyberpunk 2077 developer CD Projekt Red announced on Wednesday that the game's next big update, Patch 1.2, has been delayed until the second half of March due to recent due, due to the recent cyber attack at the Polish studio. There was sense? a report that, yeah, there was a report that came out, Travis, that because of the cyber attack, that all of these employees that were working from home had been locked out of their work computers, basically. And a lot of them, a lot of them had had their personal information stolen. So uh, they right. haven't been working for two weeks, basically. So that, yeah, yeah. Well, so just, they, let's just put a bold in it, like Anthem. Just forget it. Jesus, Jesus Christ, guys! Just, just go fuck off for a while and just forget about the PS4 version and just come back with the PS5 or the next gen version. How about that? It's what the, what they should have done from the from the get go. Jesus. Pushsquare also reported that RPG Vampire The Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has been delayed out of 2021 and may never even see the light of day, Travis, as publisher Paradox Interactive announced that developer Hardsuit Labs has been removed from the project. Wow. And that according to GamesBeat's Jeff Grubb, Microsoft intends to reveal its future plans for Bethesda sometime in mid-March following their $7.5 billion acquisition of the mega publisher. There's a rumor today that that event will be March the 23rd, so we may find out the fate. And what what do they the call the event? What, what do they? Uh, I, don't, I think it's like I think it's something like Game on Xbox or some shit. It's is like, what they're going to call, call it? it? Yeah, something retarded. Like what's next? I'm like God, you sound like such fucking yeah. like Silicon Valley like, nerds. Can we just <laughs> yeah. like state of play? That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's you're right. It's what's next on Xbox. What's so that's next what on was. Xbox? Okay, I don't know. It's like yeah. a bunch of TV guy channel. Oh man, the TV Guide channel. Those were simpler times. Website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that developer CD Projekt Red has been begun using DMCA copyright takedowns to limit the spread of stolen game source code from their recent data breach. That Chinese megacorporation Tencent has acquired yet another minority stake, this time in developer Ulti Zero. That Electronic Arts says it will now, or I'm sorry, that Electronic Arts says it will treat its new acquisition Codemasters as an, quote, independent group for the foreseeable future, end quote. Just give them money and let them do what they do. Just give them a fuckload of money. Go for it. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck right off. Uh, Let's see here. PlayStation Lifestyle also reported. That Little Nightmares developer Tarsier Studios will be moving on to new IPs after losing the rights to the IP following their acquisition by Embracer Group. Embracer Group? If I can talk. That Hitman 3's February update has arrived and includes fixes for various glitches and crashes as well as adding a new tactical turtleneck outfit. Are you a fan of the turtleneck? That's what, turtleneck guy? That's what we were missing was a turtleneck. I like the fake turtlenecks that the Jews wear where it's just like a little square. Now, I'm not using the term Jews derogatorily. It's just that's what they do. Like a, okay? yeah, like a like a dicky. Yeah, is that what it's called? Like a dicky. Uh, yeah, I think it's a. I think they call it a dicky. They, yeah, uh, Jew, I, Jews like turtlenecks because they're not circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So I got to admit, uh, in elementary school, this guy loved turtlenecks. <laughs> 
I will wear turtlenecks. I will wear, tur- oh, I will wear turtlenecks in the wintertime. I guess my fucking job. So. Do you want to? Do you want to know a, a embarrassing secret about me that I'm gonna put out right now? <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, if you want to, go uh, ahead. I used to wear turtlenecks, and at night I would push the covers up around my neck so vampires couldn't bite my neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> it works. I never got bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never did, did you? Never got bit, did you? I love the idea that you thought that the the turtleneck. I mean, this is just kid stuff. Like, I, it's you know, just dumb kid <laughs> kid logic. It's a hey, it's a t shirt. You thought the turtleneck like would be enough to stop a, a, a vampire's teeth from going through the t- t- like it couldn't get through it to the neck if it wanted to. Yeah, like, if vampires were a thing. Yeah, like the vampire comes in the bedroom, and like, God damn it, he's wearing a turtleneck. He's. <laughs> He's wearing a fucking turtleneck. Good yeah. God. Oh, man, that's good. Ooh. Okay, where was I? Turtle All right. <laughs> yeah, turtlenecks, turtlenecks. PlayStation Lifestyle, Travis, reported that Electronic Arts has filed a patent for technology that allows players to stream full games while they're downloading in the background. It's kind of neat. Huh? So when you download the idea, the idea is when you start downloading a game, you can play it immediately. You don't have to wait for it to download. Like, it's How can like, you do that if, if the pl- game is on your thing? So the idea is like, it's almost like playing, you'd be like playing a Google Stadia game while it downloaded in the background. So you don't have to wait for like, you know, 20 gigabytes to download before you can start playing the game. Like you just, you hit download and you start playing immediately. So it basically eliminates that little bit of waiting time. Why would you, know, you download worry. it then? Why would you just not stream it? Well, because, you know, people, it, it'll eat up your uh, data caps. Because streaming games takes up a lot. Right. But you can do it for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. It's no big deal. But if you did it all the time, you'd be eating that shit up. Like, Kobayashi. Ah! <laughs> PlayStation Lifestyle Travis reported that MMOs Defiance and Defiance 2050, which Jacob Marshall loved back in the day, will have their online servers shut down on April 29th. Tough loss for him. It is, yeah. I don't think he can handle it. That base PS4s can no longer hold full installs of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone at the same time. As those two games alone... Yes, as those two games alone exceed the, the available hard drive space what a fucking joke so that's what i was gonna ask is you know that's a 500 500 500 gigabyte download on the ps4 and the ps5 has some different compression so it's not as big but mm-hmm. we're not that far off from this being a problem on the five and I, yeah. I i think they might have strategically it's nice that the same same week this comes out we also find out that they're going to open up the storage <laughs> over the summer on the right. five it's kind of interesting it's like Activision was like, "Hey, hey, PlayStation, can y'all, can y'all put that news out? We're looking like dicks right now." <laughs> yeah, so. you can drop that shit. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I get that. Like, Modern Warfare, okay, it, they use the photorealistic, you know, graphics or whatever. Like, I, okay, I understand a little bit, but like, think about all the games that are not as big as either one of these games. Like, fucking Red Dead Redemption and The Witcher. Like every other open world game that's gigantic is i mean this is not the size of this it's just, it just doesn't make any sense like what is taking up so much fucking space like it's, like it's you have 10 you have 10 maps and 30 guns like what are we doing i don't under, i just don't get it i don't know whatever i'm going to get mad playstation lifestyle 
also reported that U.S. Illinois Congressional Representative Marcus Evans has introduced a a bill to ban the sales of all violent video games in the state of Illinois. Hey, Marcus. Marcus, I got something for you. Listen, uh, we do this every three or four years. Some guy thinks he's going to be a hero. Listen, Listen, if you actually look at the research, video games don't make any kid violent. I played all the Grand Theft Autos. I was playing in top down mm. Grand Theft Auto when I was fucking six. And you know what's crazy mm-hmm. is like, uh, whatever gets you hard um, as a male when you're between 10 and 13 imprints on you sexually. That's what arouses you for the rest of your life. But I've nice. murdered a thousand people a day on GTA and I'm not into that. So my point is we should worry more about sex maybe being sold to kids than a violent video game because mm. sure i mean yeah. jesus christ guys people are dressing up like barney and fucking each other like we have bigger problems <laughs> than people playing gta mm. or ghost of shishima or whatever just slap a rating on that bitch and their mom has to buy it for them like that's what we that's what we're doing anyway i don't right. understand i don't know uh, yeah i don't get why we have to do this so much like it's been it's been proven like there's so many bigger fish to fry whatever yeah. isn't he like trying to rebuild his police department after they defunded it or something like worry about that uh yeah probably that might be minneapolis but whatever same same, it's whatever it's cold <laughs> playstation lifestyle reported that superman and the witcher 3 actor well i'm sorry not the witcher 3 the witcher <laughs> television series actor <laughs> it's just on the brain henry cavill has seemingly teased a Mass Effect television series on his Instagram, which has people excited. It's a video game actor. He is. And they also reported, Travis, that Dying Light 2 developer Techland is the spotlight of a recent report outlining the apparent shambles the studio and development of the game is in, with one developer noting that, quote, upper management is harder to change than the spin of the fucking (laughs) earth, end quote. I love it. Okay. Yes, it's not not looking too good for dying light too. I wonder. I wonder if he works for a bunch of boomers or just a bunch of guys who think they know everything. I think it sounds like a bunch of guys who think they know everything. That's so. hilarious. This game. This game was supposed to come out in 2019. Right yeah, here, here it is. Here it is, February 26th of 2021, the year of our Lord. So mm-hmm. Marcus Evans is going to let good. him release it in Illinois anyway. Right, and might as well just cancel the motherfucker. They don't need it anyway. We can't have it in Illinois. Right, but we can watch UFC. website playstation universe reported that dirt 5 got its 3.0 update this week which added new content for year one pass owners free content for all players and also fixed trophy glitches on the playstation 5 version of the game that the highly anticipated hardcore rpg elden ring from developer from software has been given a provisional peggy 16 rating which might suggest that the game is content complete PlayStation Universe reported that a new three-part Far Cry comic series from Dark Horse Comics called Far Cry Rite of Passage will debut on May 19th and will focus on the Far Cry 6's villain, Anton Castillo. Conspiracy me thinks that this is a distraction while the game gets delayed. Oh, that's okay. So we have different theories. So that's that's a good one, though. I never thought about that. Uh, My theory, my theory is that this is coming out around the launch of the game oh, like a prelude as a yeah the, this is coming out either right before or like same day something like that i think the 19th is uh like a thursday though i don't think that adds up or a wednesday but yeah i think this may come out around the same time as a launch but your theory is good too we'll see PlayStation Universe reported that Monster Truck Championship will come to PS5 on March 11th in Europe and March 16th in the U.S. 
that Need for Speed Hot Pursuit received a 4K 60 frames per second PS5 and PS4 Pro update this week. That JRPG Sword Art Online Alakization Lycoris has received a new 1.30 update that adds new story content as well as bug fixes. And literally the only fucking reason I put this in here is just so I could say the name. It's so... Uh, who, why a name, name a fucking game? Why name a game that? Alec- Sw- Sword Art Online Alakization Lycoris. Yeah. Alabaster Clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me allocate your like chorus, your clitoris. All right. PlayStation Universe reported that multiplayer survival game Rust will soon get a closed beta on PS4 as players have been have begun receiving sign-up emails from publisher Double Eleven that a Destroy All Humans 2 remake was apparently teased in a new trailer for the remake of the original Destroy All Humans that Ubisoft Montreal is actively working on cross-play and cross-progression functionality for Rainbow Six Siege, that publisher Paradox Interactive is looking into bringing their most popular PC strategy games to consoles such as Crusader Kings 3 and Hearts of Iron, that a rumor has surfaced that Life is Strange 3 is in the works at developer Deck 9 and it will feature five episodes, that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 will be directed entirely by the first game's co-director, Naoki Hamaguchi. That new rumblings on games form Reset Era suggests that an acquisition deal between Bluepoint Games and Sony Interactive Entertainment is done. It's very interesting. And I thought about this, I didn't forgot to bring this up when we talked about Japan Studio, but just really quick, the fact that they are basically like cutting the fat, you know, with Japan Studio, makes me wonder if they're going to relocate or reallocate that, you know, those assets, that cash basically into buying a new studio Mm. or operating a new studio. I I wonder. Yeah. So I'm curious about that. If we're going to get something this year, as far as an announcement, we'll see. And finally, PlayStation universe reported that a new rumor from the same person who accurately leaked the PS there, I'm sorry, the PC version of horizon zero dawn claims that the sequel Forbidden West has been delayed to 2022, as we mentioned earlier. I don't believe that, though. We'll see. Website Gamatsu reported that multiplayer party racing game Can't Drive This will launch digitally on PS4 and PS5 on March 19th. It looks fun. Which looks cool. Yeah, it looks do you cool. Wanna, do you want to drive or build? I don't know. Both don't, sound fun. I, they both sound impossible. Both sound like chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, both sound like chaos. I'll watch the clip that you sent where the guy, he drives off. And he's trying to like build the road and try to catch the car as he's falling. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, I love. No, that. I didn't notice that part. It was pretty cool. That he, sounds awesome. He missed it, and then of course it <laughs> crashed, but it was awesome. <laughs> That's cool. That's dope. I didn't even know you could do that. All right, Gamatsu reported that publisher Axis Games will announce new titles at the New Game Plus Expo on March fourth. That Dungeon Defenders Awakened launches on PS4 on March seventeenth. That a Kickstarter campaign for Astral Ascent, next, the next game from Dark Devotion Studio, will begin on March 29th. That puzzle platformer World Splitter will release on PS4 sometime this year. That Thunderful Group will acquire German publisher and developer HeadUp, who is working on a game based on a world-renowned IP, they say. That publisher Microids announced the, the development of an action game for consoles based on UFO, Robot, and Grin, Grindizer. What in the fuck is what that? What did you just say? There's a UFO? 
<laughs> yeah, they're making a game based on UFO robot Grindizer. Grindizer. Grind, I don't know. Gamatsu reported that Dark... What? What did I type? <laughs> Gamatsu reported that Dark <laughs> Twisted Twin Stick Shooter... <laughs> Uh, you think I tried to type dark ass? <laughs> you wrote dark, dark ass. ass <laughs> that dark ass twisted twin stick shooter. Postal redo. Redux. Will come to PS4 on March the 5th. UFO. So next week. UFO robot. It's an anime. It's why I don't know what the fuck it is. Oh, okay. Good for them. Good for you guys that are excited about that, you fucking nerds. Gamatsu reported that investigative digital board game Arkham Horror Mother's Embrace. Nothing, nothing scarier than Mother's Embrace. Travis will launch on PS4. <laughs> will launch on PS4 on March 23rd. Spoiler: His mom's that, dead. Like, how can it be? He never had a mother's. So embrace. it's a horror game. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's mother's. Gotcha. It's mother's dead embrace. There mother's deathly embrace. Uh, that Tony Hawk's, <laughs> that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two are coming natively to PS5 on March 26th. Current owners of the game will have to pay a ten dollar upgrade fee. That sucks. That oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. This? I think I I think I put this one on here just to. All right, uh, let's see. Gamatsu reported, guys, that Void Terrarium. I guess they just that's why they did it on the back end, so you could try to understand what the hell the front part means. That Void Terrarium plus plus. We're going with that. We'll come to PS5 in North America on May 18th, Europe on the May 20 on May 21st, and Oceania on May 25th. Kamatsu reported that side-scrolling action adventure game Narita Boy, Travis's favorite game, mm-hmm. he is a Narita Boy, will launch on PS4 on March 30th. That Jet Set Radio's spiritual successor, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, has been delayed to 2022. Sounds Can like, you feel the funk? It just sounds like a shitty DJ. <laughs> that first-person tactical shooter Star Wars Republic Commando will release on PS4 on April 6th. And finally, and mercifully, Gamatsu reported that tranquil action game Stonefly has been announced for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 and will release sometime this summer. And that is all for the news. And I don't say that lightly because there was way too much. There's a ton of news this week. Next week, there won't be a fucking thing to talk about. And with that, I'll kick it over to, to Travis to crush us with this week's list of new games, of which there are a metric shit ton of those as well. So here we go. It's all yours. Got my microphone that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> on the 22nd, on PS4, we have Azure Reflections. And in, in this list of games, there's pro- like probably a third, a fourth to a third of them are just easy platinums. Um, um, so you know if it sounds if it sounds silly and stupid, it's easy platinum. On the twenty third, we had Blastful, Cursed of the Dead Gods. On PS five and four, we have Death Tales, the sequel to Ducktales. We also have Horned Knight, Persona Five Strikers. Taxi Chaos, which is kind of like a, a ripoff of a Crazy Taxi, but not as good. <laughs> Sounds cool. On the 23rd, we also had We Were Here Together and We Were Here Too, um, which both don't look like they're any any fun at all. On the 24th, on the 5 and the 4, uh, we have Active Neurons 3, which is not about our government. 
<laughs> I was going to say, we need some active neurons around here, don't we? Uh, following that, we, we need have, more than three. We have uh, Heavy Metal Machines, Pumpkin Jack, Retrace Memories of Death, Werewolf Apocalypse, Heart of Ruin. If I'm not mistaken, that one is like a jump scare game and it looks awful. Okay. On the 25th, um, we have Airy, A Journey Beyond Time. Angry Video Game Nerd 1 and 2 Deluxe Edition, which is like an old game they remastered. Like by old, I mean like an arcade game. Uh, Following that, we have Bite the Bullet, Gods of Amalgust, Might Fight Federation on the 5 and the 4, and Gods of Amalgust is on the Vita. We have a Vita game, guys. Blow your I just noticed that. Gosh, I want to look this up. Go ahead. Um, Also from the 25th, we got NASCAR Heat 5, Ping Rideau on the 5 and the 4, Spooky Chase, The Five Covens, um, The Lost Cube, which is about Ice Cube's lost kid. We also have Turok, Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. And the most interesting game this week, to me, on the four is Jupiter Grad, um, which is like about a cosmonaut. And you have like these arms with like uh, plungers that shoot out. That's how you kind of pull yourself through the space station. Um, okay. And, and the guy talks to you the whole time in like a... In, in English with a terrible Russian accent. It's kind of funny. Um, on the 26th, we have Assault on Metaltron. Or Metaltron. Hmm. Metaltron is probably what that says. Following that, we have Baobab's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition. Blastful Dungeon and Bombs. Katana Kata. Lynn Path hmm. of Orchids. The Child Sight. The Child Sight is... Don't don't bother. It's creepy as fuck. Like the gameplay, like these people are watching the game and there's like a baby. It's like it looks kind of like Chucky, but without all the things in its face. It's wild. Mm. And uh round up the twenty sixth this week we have Thunder Flash on the five and the four. What's Thunder Flash? I looked it up and it didn't look good. I don't it was that impressive. I think it was like a side scroller, kinda like a sixteen bit thing, if I remember correctly. So this Vita game, Gods of Almagest, whatever, mm-hmm. it looks it looks awful. What type of game is this? Okay, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, Thunder Flash is a thirty minute platinum. Yeah, that's awful. All right, so is that it? That's it. That's it. That's all for the new game releases this week. That's a that's a ton. It's a lot. It's more way more than usual. So with that, we'll start to wrap it up here. We're running out of time. We haven't said that in a while. We haven't gotten close for a long time here. So just goes to show you guys how much we had going on here. Let's uh, let's talk about what we're going to be playing in the week ahead. What do you got on your mind? It's on the radar. March the 3rd, the uh, Manufacturer's Championship comes back on GT Sports. So I'll probably mm. do that. Um, probably drive for Lexus. That's who I want with today. I just like the car. It's pretty balanced. It's not hard to drive. And I don't have to think. So it's perfect. What else we got? Um, I want to finish my Premier League season with Stevenage. Um, oh, yeah. And then I want to see how much money I have going into the next year. And at that point, I will have done my thing. I've gotten them from the lowest level. Won the Premier League. I'll either start a new one or I'll just, you know, if I have a $150 million budget, I might just try to buy Ronaldo or something and just for a year just to say I had him. I don't know yet. Um, and other than that, uh, I don't know. We might. Might blow up some more cars. I'm sure we'll play some more Outriders. So I well, there's a lot on my on my radar, but 
I want to finish Hitman 2 this week, which shouldn't be a problem. I'd really like to get, um, you know, into 3, and I'd really like to get through that second mission that everybody talks about with the murder investigation. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I've really, John said he's going to be on this weekend, so I, I would like to play that Division expansion, the Warlords of New York, for the second one. I've been wanting to check that out. It's on my list. Going to continue my career on FIFA. I uh, got the lads in the championship uh, league. Let's see what that's about. And then I I want to check out that remnant from the Ashes game. That'll be free on Tuesday. So I thought we thought we might check that out at some point once we finish the the Outriders demo. Uh, we're done with it. We can move over to that. And that's really that's really about it. Um, oh, one uh, one thing, uh, other thing that I am looking forward to. I haven't got to play yet is uh, Planet Coaster. I bought Planet Coaster for the PlayStation 5, which is, you know, it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon, basically, for the console. It's supposed to be very good. It's got like an 80-something on meta. So looking forward to checking that out. I haven't got to do it yet. Really excited about that. But I can tell you right now, it's going to be like, like City Skylines and some of these other ones. Like, the reason why I haven't done it yet is because when I do, it's... It's a black hole. Yeah, it's like, like five hours I mean, you know, later. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know how it is. It's like you start designing a park and you're like, holy shit, it's two in the morning. I've been doing this for four hours and I've got like 16 roller coasters. It's so. like prison architect. I'm like, I woke up. Like, yeah. Oh God, it's five in the same. morning. There's a mafia boss in my jail. Like, what happened? Yeah, same thing. I fucking love those games. They're so good. Yeah, I would, uh, you, I can, I don't know. I t- One one day we may have to talk about it, but I the like strategy like management games may be my favorite genre of game mm-hmm. might be i don't know anyway that's that's a lot but that's what's what i'm looking for it's what's on my list so we'll see how far i get anyway that's it that's all we've got this week i forgot i just realized i forgot to give everybody the spill travis about the show here so what what better time to do it than now so if you guys enjoyed the show don't forget to subscribe or uh, leave us a review or a comment on your podcast service or YouTube, if you're watching there or listening there, I should say. We are normally a weekly PlayStation podcast where Travis and I get together to cover all of the week's news, rumors, new game releases, and a little bit more in the world of PlayStation. We didn't make it last week, but that's not typical. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can chat with us on Twitter at the DualSense Podcast. And if you want to find us on YouTube, you can find us at the DualSense podcast as well. And we always post our new episodes on Monday, Monday mornings to be precise. And on YouTube, we also occasionally post new game streams and clips. I've been streaming Hitman lately, uh, if that interests you. And sometimes Travis will throw his races up there while he's filling up to it. So check us out. Thanks for listening. You guys take care and we will talk at you next week. Maybe Travis will have his mic cord and maybe I'll have my PS Vita. Time will tell. We'll see. You guys take care.